The following paid program is pre recorded and sponsored by Take Point Wealth Management on the Nature Coast of Florida. Take Point on Retirement, a well rounded show from a well rounded team leading you into retirement. Listen Saturday mornings for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at Take Point Wealth Management. Saturday mornings, 7 30. Eric Garnett is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered advisor. Take Point Wealth Management, this state and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideals and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice and individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. And now that we got that out of the way, it is time for Take Point on Retirement. It's a show brought to you every Saturday at this time and only on this station from some good friends of mine. Take Point Wealth Management along the Nature Coast here to assist you into a stress-free retirement, judiciary services, and so much more. Whatever the case may be, their goal is to lead you into that stress-free, financially secure future. And that's why the professionals make their way into the studio every Saturday. I'm JW. Once again, good morning and welcome. Again, Take Point Wealth Management can be reached at 352-616-0511. That's 352-616-0511. Lead Advisor Retirement Planner Eric Arnett. And of course, Randy Woodruff, usually in the studios. Uh, Randy's here. Eric's not because they've been awfully busy at Take Point Wealth Management, but they do have room for you. 352-616-0511. Randy Woodruff, good morning, sir. Good morning, JW. Glad Happy to, to be you. here. Yeah. Yeah, Eric is actually on a training seminar this oh, week. Oh, that's so important. Went to Nashville, yes, in the financial services world and the CPA profession, as well as other other businesses out there. Continuing education is such an important part of staying on top of all the latest developments and then all the latest ideas, and I'll use the word techniques as well that could be beneficial for customers and clients to perhaps take advantage of. So Eric is in Nashville and uh, getting some like three days of, of some pretty intense training and new things that are out. So uh, looking forward to hearing from him when he gets back and the things he's learned up there. So Now, is this part of the Securities and Exchange Commission, or is it something that, as far as fiduciary services go, maybe a second step or a third step for those that are seeking more qualifications, or is it just standardized? It's standardized. So every, okay. like, for instance, me as a CPA, oh. I, have, I have to have 80 hours of continued education every two years. Oh, okay. So it's um, just basically keeping up with the, with the latest and, and greatest, I, I say, um, tax codes in terms of the CPA world or tax mm-hmm. changes, of course, in the CPA world and in the financial services business, I mean, we're reading every day. I mean, every day I get an email from my tax research company every day, except, except the weekends, uh-huh. of not so much things that have changed because tax rules and, and the code doesn't change every day, but there's always always new private letter rulings coming out, really? court cases that are getting decided that have an impact on how the tax code is being interpreted. And then, of course, in the financial services world, there's all kinds of new services mm-hmm. and, and I should say new products as well. That's the main oh. thing. There's all kinds of new products coming out there. We've talked on this show uh, many times about how just with annuities and mm-hmm. life insurance, so much has changed in the last 10 to 15 years and, and how one, I'll say one product can potentially cover a couple of different risks 
if it's structured properly. So also estate planning mm-hmm. is, is a big area as well that we help our clients out with. So I'm sure Eric's getting some of that latest and greatest uh, ideas up there as well. So looking forward to him coming back and yeah. sharing with me what he's learned and also with the listeners as well, what he's learned while he's up there. Yeah, so. all to benefit the client, of course. And that's what it's all about. You, the client with TakePoint Wealth Management, let them take the lead on your retirement, 352-616-0511. But so much more than just retirement and financial security. Listening to Randy Woodruff, who is a team member of TakePoint Wealth Management, actually helped Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner, start TakePoint Wealth Management. Also CPA as well, Randy Woodruff in our studios. Eric Arnett going through some training at this time, so was unable to join us. But once again, Randy Woodruff. And if you'd like to introduce yourself real quick before we get started, Randy, for some of our listeners that don't know about TakePoint, Eric or yourself, how are you tied in with TakePoint Wealth Management? What other services do you offer? You have your own CPA firm, of course. Tell us how it all happened from the very beginning. Sure. Great question. So I've known Eric for 20 years. He moved to town, town being Brooksville, <laughs> Spring Hill area, maybe 20 plus years ago. We met pretty much soon, as soon as he got here, been friends ever since. And Eric was involved in trust department management and and, and services for years with some banks here that are in town. And, and, and then about 10 years went on his own. And then we, we collaborated about two or three years ago and form TakePoint. We're partners in that business together. We office together. So you know, I walk down the hall if I have a question that, that I have that relates to what we do together at TakePoint and how we can help a client out. He'll walk down the hall and ask me questions about taxes when he's with a client or call me into a meeting. Mm-hmm. Worked with other people in the past. It's always worked well, but having someone in my office that I'm actually yeah. a partner with has worked out so much better for me because it's there's a much deeper commitment to each other in terms of being in business together, doing, doing what's right for the client, being available, mm-hmm. and just solving those client problems right away as opposed to the client having a discussion, getting up, leaving, having to go to another office with another advisor mm-hmm. a week or two later. You just lose a lot in that transition. So being able to, to office together, to talk you know, pretty much every day and to work on clients together simultaneously has really made a difference in, in our, our practices and for our clients. You know, they, oh, yeah. they really enjoy the fact that we're right there and they can call one or both of us and get questions answered. That's great. Like if you ever have to go to court, you want to make sure that the attorneys and a team is on your side and available at your disposal. And that's what they do at TakePoint Wealth Management. They do have attorneys at their disposal, by the way, as well as CPAs and so much more. Uh, 352-616-0511. That's 352-616-0511. Take Point Wealth Management along the Nature Coast, whom I recommend. And you can see and hear from Randy Woodruff, the quality and professionalism out of Take Point Wealth Management in their offices. And not just one office, they have several offices up and down the Nature Coast. Isn't that true? Yes, it is. You mentioned also, too, that um, I have a CPA firm, uh, Suncoast CPA Group. My uh, father started the firm back in 1974. I came on in 94 from college, and we have an office in Brooksway and one in Spring Hill, and, and service you know a vast array of clients in terms of many different industries. You know, being around here for basically almost it is actually my 27th anniversary or year that I started at wow. the firm 27 years ago. So here again, before I got here and since I've been here, our firm has been involved with so many different kinds of businesses, uh-huh. whether it be healthcare and construction and real estate and hospitality and the service industry, and we've had several little niches industries as well over the years that clients that have had some really unique businesses that we've worked with over the years as well so our firm does tax returns for individuals corporations partnerships estates trusts we do some nonprofit work we have several people in our offices that are certified in QuickBooks has become a very um, useful program for for most small businesses I can I can think back when when uh, QuickBooks first came out Mm -hmm. 
and we had a client on we, we had a client on QuickBooks. It was like, oh my gosh, the books were going to be a train wreck because they were. People, were, it was so new. It wasn't near as user friendly as it is today, and right. people were new to it. So if we had you know back in the '90s, if someone came in with QuickBooks, it was like, oh gosh, this is going to be a mess. But now and we have so many of our clients on QuickBooks, and actually a lot of people know how to use it well. And it's actually made made um. I'll say accounting, if you will, a whole lot easier. You know, for us, it's gone from, you know, data entry to more being a consultant, you know, yeah. a software consultant and, and doing more of the advising of the client, how to properly prepare financial statements that can have instant access to help them run their business and hopefully run their business more efficiently and more profitably. So great software that's come out over the years. That's really benefited small business. And um, I'm also a realtor, yes. a licensed realtor. And um, I've got two other business partners, um, Anthony Canaris and Rob Rodriguez, and we both have our, all three of us have our licenses at Berkshire Hathaway. Mm -hmm. We have a team called the Sun Coast team. We have several realtors on the team as well mm -hmm. and working with clients up and down the nature coast. And just like it's worked out well with Eric and mm -hmm. I at TakePoint, the same things happened in real estate. I've had clients that we've had clients for years. They've got real estate. You know, they have needs. They want to buy some property, sell some property, they want to buy a home. They want to buy some commercial rentals or residential rentals. Um, been able to work with Anthony and Rob and, and transition those clients over, over to them to help out meet those needs has been very, very beneficial. So. Well, you're listening to the voice of Randy Woodruff, a team member and part owner of TakePoint Wealth Management in business with Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner. As you can hear, there's so much more that TakePoint Wealth Management can offer you other than just a sound, secure portfolio. You need to give them a call today. I recommend and suggest TakePoint Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. And of course, your main office is in the Brooksville, Spring Hill area, Hernando mm -hmm. County, and you also have offices where else? We are opening our office back up in Tampa, okay. in the Wesley Chapel area, and then we have a satellite up in the Ocala area as well. Great. That's so, all um, within our listening area. So yes, as you're listening, you've got your choices. They'll come to you. You can come to them. But the first step is always the most important, and you need to take that first step now to make sure that you've got that secure, stress-free retirement in place. Your plan is important. If you uh, fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Exactly. 352-616-0511. Three minutes left before we're going to take a break, Randy. So talking about real estate, do you want to talk about that some more, or do you want to wait? I do. I want to share with you. I want to I'll close this segment out mm -hmm. with a story, but I want to talk about real estate okay. in the next segment, too. But I want to share with you with you a real-life example that happened with our real estate team probably about in the last month or two. As we all are aware, real estate right now is so hot right now. Mm. Real estate prices are, we've all heard stories. We heard the stories back in the day, back in, you know, four, five, six, seven, where there were multiple offers on homes. Well, that's mm. happening again, even more so now than it did back then. Mm. You know, one of the things that if you're selling your home, you want to be careful of is, are you pricing it correctly? So I want to share with you a story, a brief story of how we did that for a client and how we really helped them out. If one of our team members um, got a lead on, on a listing um, from a, a colleague of, of hers, and so um, just looking at the property appraiser's website about the details of the house, we came up with a value of like $220,000, $225,000. Now, we were going to go out to the house, and we did, but when we got out to the house, realized the superior quality of construction and other upgrades that were not visible in the pictures on the property appraiser's website. We actually wound up listing that house for two forty nine nine. wound up getting an all-cash offer in the, in the mid-250s, and, mm -hmm. and it did close. So it's very important that if, you're, if you want to list your house or any other kind of property at, at, in this time, 
that you make sure that your realtor has experience, has a lot of experience, isn't just, you know, in, in the game for the last year or two, but has been around, you know, real estate and construction. Like Anthony, has been a real estate appraiser in Hernando County for 25 years. Mm. And so he's appraised or been involved in appraisal reports with his staff, thousands of homes. You know, so that experience is, is very important to help a client achieve their, you know, basically their top dollar, if you will, in terms of, of the sales price. And in these times right now, more than ever, you really need somebody that knows the market. Mm. And um, here again, if, if um, most agents should go out and take a look at the home that they're going to be listing because they have to take pictures and everything, Anthony, knowing the, the quality of the construction mm-hmm. and being able to see it, identify it, having been on the appraisal side, looking to build value to, to place a hopefully the highest number possible in the appraisal business, he's constantly looking for ways to build the price up to get the highest value possible on the appraisal. And he uses that same technique looking to put a price on or an estimated value for a client that's looking to sell their home. And Anthony's training all of our agents, and he'll go out with them as well if they have a more complicated type home. Anthony will go out with them, spend time with them, and show them what he sees and what he's looking at. So as they, in their career, they'll be able to identify those things, those same things and help add value to a client. So that validates the example that you gave us with that story then, is mm-hmm. because that's what facilitated that sale, basically. Correct. Very good. Very yeah, good. So, so uh, the team has a lot of depth. You know, my other business partner, Rob Rodriguez, he's also a licensed mortgage originator. You have, if you're helping a client sell a home and they're, the buyer's having a hard time getting financed, you know, Rob, through his affiliation with the mortgage broker that he works for, has access to all kinds of different products, all different kinds of lenders, you know, can help that, help that client find the best rate and hopefully the best loan as well uh, to help them, you know, secure that home. If you're looking for a home, um, we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. But if you're looking to buy a home right now, we'll talk about how difficult it is and some of the ways you can prepare um, before you start actually looking to make sure that you have the best chance of, of securing that the dream home, if you will. Looking forward to that because as we know, we see it every day in the news that the real estate market here in Florida, especially, is just always making news on a daily basis. And we're looking forward to hearing what Randy Woodruff has to say next, a real estate agent, of course, certified public accountant and a team member of TakePoint Wealth Management Judiciary Services up and down the Nature Coast here to assist you. 352-616-0511. By the way, speaking of assisting you into a financially secure future, a stress-free retirement, they got a consultation, financial analysis, evaluation. They want to give to you, our listeners, for free. It's a $1,500 value, folks. If you give them a call now, that's yours. Once again, no obligations, no cost. 352-616-0511, a $1,500 value through TakePoint Wealth Management. Ask for the TakePoint Blueprint on retirement. It's yours just for calling them today. 352-616-0511. We'll be back after this. Take Point on Retirement, a well-rounded show from a well-rounded team leading you into retirement. Listen Saturday mornings for an hour of simple retirement advice from your friends at Take Point Wealth Management, Saturday mornings, 730. Be smart. Call Take Point Wealth today. 352-616-0511 or takepointwealth.com to learn more. All right, here we go as we continue into your stress-free retirement, a show called Take Point on Retirement. Why is that? Because 
Take Point Wealth Management is the sponsor of the show, and it's all about your stress-free retirement. So once again, as we turn over the microphones to the professionals in the studios, Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner, not with us today. It is a pre-recorded program, by the way, aired on Saturdays at this time and only on this station. But Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner, Eric Arnett, not with us today in his place. And as always, here almost every week is Randy Woodruff, Certified Public Accountant and Part 2 of that Take Point Wealth Management team. And he offers so much more, as you heard earlier. If not, he'll once again tell you why he's qualified, the professional in the field, and ready to help you and assist you into that financially secure future. 352-616-0511 is the number to call. If you need a fiduciary service now, they're the ones Take Point Wealth Management up and down the Nature Coast within our listening area, 352-616-0511. Once again, Randy Woodruff. Thank you, JW. We were rounding out that last sec- last session. I wanted to start this one out with a, with a, some recommendations on people that are looking to buy a home. And as we all know, the real estate market's hot. And um, mm. you probably heard bidding wars going on. Yep. If you're looking to buy a home, you definitely want to make sure you're well positioned in terms of you've been pre-approved for a loan. And you also have plenty of equity, put, equity to put down. What we're seeing quite a bit of is that homes are going for... 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 or more thousand dollars over the asking price. Mm. And if you're going to be able to close on a home that's going that much over the asking price, you're going to have to have some cash to put down. It's probably not going to appraise. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to have cash. If you're, if you're financing, you're going to have to have cash to put down to cover the shortfall. And you need to have significantly more than that to put down. What what we're seeing is on, on quite a few homes, multiple cash offers mm-hmm. in excess of the list price. That's what I'm hearing. And cash always wins. Cash basically. is king. Yeah, as right. the saying goes, <laughs> cash yeah. is king. But um, if you want to have a, an opportunity to, to buy a house in this market and you don't have enough cash to pay for the entire thing, you definitely want to call the Suncoast team. Um, I'll give you um, I'll give you our number there at, at, the, at the end. Actually, the number is one digit off of the take point. Oh. It's 352-616-0512. I'll also give my cell phone number out as well. It's 352-585-3841. Please call either number to get a hold of the Suncoast team, and we'll get you in contact with Rob Rodriguez, one of our, our team members, and he can help you get that mortgage in place because if you can't pay for the house cash, which a lot of folks can't pay for a house cash, um, you want to make sure that you have already pre-approved. And here again, you need to have plenty of, of uh, cash to come to closing with because if you just want to if you want to buy a house and you're you're going to finance it and you're going to put 20 percent down don't have any other cash to basically um, make up that difference between the list price or the appraised value and what the contract price says it's going to be next to impossible to find a house in in these times right now okay. and i don't know it's going to end anytime soon mm-hmm. um as I mentioned, I'm, I'm a realtor, and I, I spend most of my time working with with commercial clients and doing, and, and I'm also involved with business brokering. I belong to a, a service called CoStar, and, and um, I get an email every day. And one of the things they've talked about over the last few days is there is a significant shortage of apartments and single family rentals. You know, so it, there's also a, a significant shortage of people that, of homes for people to actually buy as well. Yeah. So there's a, a housing shortage, and it's more acute or more uh, noticeable here in in the southeast and uh, basically the entire south of, of the U.S. You know, from Arizona to Texas and you know Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas as well. But but definitely people when they're retiring, you know, they want to be in the sun. 
You know, they want to be out, be able to go outdoors and spend most of their time outdoors in retirement. Mm-hmm. And or people are coming here from these northern states that were, I'll say, more draconian in their in their actions taken for COVID than we were here. And we all heard of the lockdowns that were going on up there. And thank God we live here in Florida. We didn't have those lockdowns. So we're pretty much free the whole time. And people are recognizing that. And, yeah. and Some of the states are still partially closed. They are. Yeah. So it's going to be difficult for a while to find a house here in florida in fact you, you may want to just try to build a house that may be your best bet if you got the time to if wait you can find property if you can find property right. there are there are um here again lot prices have shot up significantly yeah. i was buying um back in 2015 i bought a dozen lots up in royal highlands yeah. on a paved road for between four and five or six thousand yep. dollars a piece now they're going for 30s and 40s I or more those days, same yeah. lots and so so yeah it, the lot prices have definitely shot up I'm, I'm actually building houses as well i got 10 spec homes under construction so i'm having a hard time myself mm. finding lots to build spec homes yeah. on and so before i could you know basically easily find them now i'm i'm, I'm having a problem so yes it, it is a, a challenge building a home as well um but i think um if you need to go through a conventional uh, loan process where you don't have a lot of equity to put down to to pay cash or or be way above that 80 20 rule you know 80 percent loan 20 percent equity on a mortgage your best bet probably is to build a house you're gonna have to wait because it's taking about three to four months to get permitted on a house and then to build the house is taking depending upon the house you're building could take another you know 9 10 12 months or longer so you could be Potentially, by the time you find a lot, close on the lot, get permitted, get the home build, you could be a year and a half out as well. Mm-hmm. So those are the realities, the unfortunate realities of real estate in Florida, which is, I mean, if you have real estate and you're selling it, it's great. That reality is great. Yeah. If you're trying to buy real estate here in Florida, it's not a very pleasant reality, but it is, you know, it is what it is. Definitely but a seller's market, yeah. It is. But being prepared, you know, mm-hmm. knowing what what's what's going on, being prepared, like I said, getting, you know, getting with us and letting, letting Rob Rodriguez help you get the best mortgage. And then we do have buyer's agents as well on the Suncoast team that can help you find that dream home as well. But here again, be patient with us. It is going to be difficult. Speaking of building the home and real estate here in Florida in general, we see it trickle down, like you said, even with the apartments and the single family homes or uh, duplexes or uh, condominiums, whatever the case may be. You can see that because folks are moving down here expecting to purchase a home, can't find it or within their range or whatever the case may be, and they're being locked out or shut out. So they're going to have to look for other uh, housing arrangements. So that's why the apartments are being taken up. And mm-hmm. it's not just that, but people that are seeing the price that you can get for their home, they want to just go ahead and say, well, I'll dump it now and get that price way above what I'm asking or what it's a, appraised at and not having a place to move because it's far outweighs their expenditures to get a new house somehow or another. So they're looking for housing arrangements as well. And that's why you see the apartments and, and the mm-hmm. little duplexes and stuff are filling up as well. But speaking on new homes. Just, just back, okay. Housing's got a lot more expensive too. Uh, I was as I was as, reading on CoStar uh-huh. this morning and uh, maybe it was yesterday. I think I forget the time frame, but maybe five years ago, six years ago, um, the average cost of a home was three and a half times someone's annual or family's annual income. Now it's up to four and a half. Really? Yeah. So with the five, six, seven years, the you know, it's gone up significantly in terms of what it costs for based upon your income. What percentage of your income is taking has become greater. So. People are funding that because of all the price increases, especially in hot markets like Florida and Texas, uh-huh. Arizona, being priced out of the home buying market, and they're having to rent. They want to be in Florida, 
and they can't afford to buy anything, so they're having to rent. Yeah. So multifamily apartments, uh, duplexes, uh, triplexes, uh, they're hard to get into here as well. I've even hearing people are buying, you know, um, a motorhome, a fifth wheel, mm-hmm. and there's no room in RV parks either. Wow. Yeah. So it, it people are getting into Florida wow. any way they can. So. Yeah. So, we're um, starting to see inflation in that area and taxation as well that's playing a part in that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, lumber futures, you know, we saw just recently, only about three months ago, how lumber prices were skyrocketing, and all of a sudden lumber futures are down 30%, 40%. You know, if you're building a new home, is that good or bad on the economy? So I think the price of lumber coming down is definitely going to be going to be good. I mean, there's, there's um, you know, we, we've had to significantly increase the cost of our spec homes because of the mm-hmm. increase in in lumber prices and um, we've had to stay on top of those price increases to make sure we don't wind up you know, getting behind and yeah. potentially losing money so we're, we're very much keeping track of all the costs that we know where to price the houses at appropriately before we actually put them on the market so um so yeah i think because of covid you know there was some supply chain disruptions mm-hmm. across all different kinds of industries I've heard stories that maybe some of these supply chain disruptions were you know, I don't want to say they were on purpose, but they could mm. be. They could have been maybe. They weren't as acute as they were made out to be, and and so maybe there may have been some some price increases that didn't need to be there. I'm not saying that happened, but I've heard that rumor. Not sure if that's true or not. But overall, you know, getting all these commodity prices back in line, you know, and getting the supply chain problems worked out would definitely be good for the economy. Make it more predictable. Mm-hmm. People can make good decisions. You know, it's one of the things we talk about with Take Point is trying to take trying to take the volatility out of retirement. Same thing with uh, real estate right now. Real estate's very volatile. So if you're if you're looking to get into real estate, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about about buying a house, and it was going to be a house they were going to live in for you know many many years. And they were asking me, you know, should they go ahead and buy at these elevated prices? I'm like, well, you know, you have to live somewhere. It's we always like we always like to buy low and sell high, whether we're buying real estate, buying stock or whatever it is. We like to buy low and sell high. We all do. But sometimes we just can't time it that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say general advice. I would say if you ha- if you need a house and you have the cash to go ahead and buy a house, try to get the best deal that you can. Try to buy in an area that you know is the is going to stay. The prices are going to stay um, elevated. So when you do get ready to sell, you're gonna you may still make money as well when you when you go and sell your house. And try to buy a home that um, is easy to resell. There's homes out there based on the way they were designed or based upon where they're located at are not going to be easy to resell. So try to try to put all those things into consideration or take those into consideration when you're looking to buy a house. Factor all those things in when you get ready to resell. You can hopefully get the the highest resale value. But if you have to live somewhere, you know, and, and you're going to be here for many, many, many years in, in Florida, go ahead and buy something, try and get the best deal. But I don't know that I would be buying up a lot of investment properties right now with the prices the way they are. We kind of let things kind of settle out, mm. you know, after a year or two. But here again, there's always deals out there. If you look hard enough, somebody's always, you know, in, in a situation they have to get out of. Yeah. You may have to put some money into something or go in and redevelop it or go in and get it rezoned or whatever. But there's opportunities out there just harder to come by. We're listening to Randy Woodruff, team member Take Point of Wealth Management. He is, of course, part of that team Take Point. Randy Woodruff, also certified public accountant and a real estate broker. Eric Arnett, lead advisor, retirement planner with Take Point Wealth Management, is in training as we speak and record this pre recorded program that plays every Saturday at this time and only on this station. Talking about real estate, especially the boom happening here in Florida. And before we move on, we got to take a quick break, but we will be back. Before we do that, I'm going to ask one last question of Randy. 
Randy, what is the difference between an assessed value and an appraised value? Assessed value, great question. Assessed value is typically what the local property appraiser um, will assess a home for, and that's what it's assessed for for property taxes. Appraised value is the true fair market value. Okay. And typically those are, are never the same. Right. Um, I know uh, right now your assessed value is probably going to be lower than your appraised value. Um, as we saw back during the Great Recession, mm-hmm. the assessed value for a few years there was higher than the appraised value because home prices were dropping yeah. 10 plus more percent per year. So Underwater is what we said. Underwater, yeah. way underwater. Yeah. So, But yeah, but typically now the assessed value um, is less than the appraised value. So uh, I've heard people talk about just going off the assessed value to come up with a, a value for their home. And those are the ones that are pleasantly surprised mm. by how much your home is actually worth in this market. Right. Okay, that's why you got to be careful. That's why you got to seek the professionals. That's why we bring them to you right here on this station every Saturday, 7.30 to 8.30, professionals in the studio to assist and help you, give you the answers that you need and are looking for in this time and day. It's so important, especially when you're looking at retirement and getting up in those years. You got to have that stress-free retirement in place. You got to have those plans in place. You got to have... Take Point Wealth Management on your side. Their phone number, 352-616-0511, 352-616-0511. Check them out online at takepointwealthmanagement.com. Search engine, Take Point Wealth. It'll bring you to Eric Arnett, Randy Woodruff, and the crew at Take Point Wealth Management. Offices up and down the nature coast within our listening area. They're here to serve you and ready for you to call them. Also, take advantage of that blueprint that's right the $1,500 value that's the take point blueprint on retirement it's a $1,500 evaluation analysis consultation yours free and we're not talking just a 15 minute sit down folks we're talking days that they'll take with you to make sure that you're in the right place and they're in the right place as well together working as a team take point wealth management that's what they're all about 352-616-0511 it's a $1,500 value that take point blueprint on success in retirement is yours for our listeners today. 352-616-0511. Don't hesitate. Call now and we'll be back after this. Let's take a pause for station identification. You're listening to 99.9 FM WXJB Homosassa. Retirement is important. That's why I would like to introduce you to Take Point Wealth Management, a group ready to lead you into the best years of your life with financial responsibility, market management, asset protection, and resources to simplify your future. With stability, honor, integrity, and plain old hard work, take advice from those with your best interest at heart. TakePointWealth.com, taking point for you in sometimes uncertain territory. Past performance is not indicative of future results, which may vary. The value of investments and the income derived from investments can go down as well as up. Future returns are not guaranteed and a loss of principal may occur. Just some important information to pass on to you from our friends at Take Point Wealth Management, my friends as well, and I'm so proud to introduce them to you. Take Point Wealth Management is here to assist you into that stress-free retirement, that financially secure future. It's all found through Take Point Wealth Management. Whatever the case may be, if you have a question, they have a lot of professionals on their side, a lot of experience, a lot of training and you can see that through their years of experience right here in the local community. Up and down the nature coast of Florida within our listening area, offices to serve you. And, of course, their webinars as well where you can reach out online 
fill out a simple form in their website. You can do all that online once again at TakePointWealthManagement.com. Lead advisor, retirement planner, Eric Arnett, speaking of which, is in training as we speak. In his place, once again, as always, Randy Woodruff, to continue this program called Take Point on Retirement. We've got certified public accountant, real estate agent, Take Point team member, Randy Woodruff. Let's um, transition away from real estate and into some retirement planning topics that we show us all about. And as we talk a little bit in the real estate part of the program, there's some volatility right now in our real estate with um, commodity prices and just construction and also just buying homes. There's, there's lack of supply, so uh, prices are volatile. If you're looking for real estate, you're experiencing that. We definitely don't want you to experience that retirement. That's what we're trying to eliminate is volatility and, and, and uh, uncertainty and anxiety during retirement. You had a question? Yeah. Would you call real estate a tangible asset? I would. Okay. Tangible is, think of it, uh, tangible are things you can touch and yep. see and feel mm-hmm. in intangible assets or stock, things that stocks, patents, copyrights, those kinds of things, things that are intangible. Typically, you hear intangible assets of, of being on company books, like goodwill, covenants not to compete. Those are examples of intangible assets that companies own, especially if, they, if they've acquired the companies. Mm-hmm. You know, they may pay a, a certain amount of value for the tangible assets and the intangible assets, which is just the value of the ongoing business. It could be copyrights, patents, right. um, things like that that add value, licenses, um, those are all intangible type of assets. But that so, doesn't happen in real estate. It's just- typically, it's everything you everything you buy in real estate is the is the asset okay. the asset itself. Now, if you get into um, commercial property uh-huh. like residential real estate, is typically priced on fair market value. Of course, right now things are priced on yeah. fair market value plus 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 demand. Uh, when you get into buying commercial property, income type properties, um, you get into what's called a cap rate. Basically, it comes down to an annual rate of return. Companies might pay more for, let's say, an apartment complex. Right. You know, especially a larger apartment complex has a concentration of income. Uh-huh. And if it's well run and well maintained, or if you have a nice commercial strip center uh-huh. and you have a lot of like A credit tenants in there um, that are publicly traded companies, that is more valuable than a strip center that, that doesn't have a lot of credit tenants in there. Somebody could maybe assert that having a commercial strip center with a bunch of credit tenants in there, quality, Mm -hmm. public traded companies in there as tenants, there's some goodwill paid for that because you're getting the benefit of of those bigger companies and their ability to to stay in business and pay the rent. Somebody does pay for for that right when they buy that. So if you have commercial properties and you're looking to maybe sell them down the road one day, you want to try as much as possibly can to get good credit tenants in there because you will be able to basically wind up with a higher sales price. Okay. And a turnkey operation, is that totally opposite? Turnkey operation typically talks about a business, mm-hmm. someone selling their business. Um, and I do business brokering as well. Mm-hmm. And then when I talk to clients about selling their business, I like to hopefully get to them two or three years before they're going to sell their business so we can present their business as much of a turnkey operation as possible. Some businesses, when you go talk to them, their their books aren't exactly up to date. Yeah. They're not kept really well. So if I have a client that's buying a business and we're looking at, at a set of books that is there's things missing on the books there. They don't tie back to the tax return. The value goes down substantially because it's you can't rely upon what you're looking at. Mm. Now you have to get into a bunch of due diligence and sometimes even the due diligence can be difficult. So turnkey, you know, the buyer can come in, take over the business and the business basically, I don't want to say it runs itself, but it's got enough infrastructure, procedure systems in place that it happened whether the owner's there or not. Your larger businesses will have um, executive officers in place, like maybe a CEO, a COO, a CFO, and, and they're paid to, to handle a certain portion of the business. 
And so when you get into larger businesses, you will have a, a suite of professionals, suite of officers that run the business. And so if you're fortunate to have your business be of that size, you can actually get a much higher sales price as well because your larger companies like your private equity firms, they're looking for businesses that throw off cash flow and don't need a bunch of management. Right. What happens sometimes in a small business when the owners pull out of the business, the business suffers a significant decline in, in revenue and cash flow and value because that that major stabilizing forces is now gone. So if you can grow your business to a certain size to where the business, you know, you have the infrastructure, people, team, system, processes in place that you can step away from the business for a week, a month, two months, and things flow yeah. nicely without you, that's where you're really going to achieve the most value for your business. Wow. And that's kind of a turnkey operation yeah. where you basically... Basically self-sustaining it, ready to go. Well, that's why it's so important to have the professionals in our studio. And Randy Woodruff, once again, certified public accountant, team, take point member, and of course, real estate agent as well does some corporate business brokering yeah with the business brokering uh -huh. it, I recommend clients start thinking about their business that they have want to sell long before they want to sell it because there's some prep work that goes into it just like um, selling your home if you want to sell your home you want to make sure the landscaping's nice it's cleaned up then same thing with the business but it takes longer to do that and you hear lots of times in small businesses where well I put 20 30 40 fifty thousand dollars of cash a year in my pocket you know you hear that sometimes when you're, when you're working with a, someone that's selling their business to like to one of my potential buyers and I tell my client hey if, if it's not not on paper we're not buying it so hopefully if you're listening and you have a business or you know someone that has a business you, know, you want to make sure that as you get ready to sell your business that, you know, your books properly reflect every single transaction going on in the business because that will generate a higher sales price for you. Wow. Great yeah, information. So, yeah. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you start prepping for sale mm -hmm. long before you actually want to sell. And you've got two or three years of good, solid, accurate financial statements. It makes sense uh, yeah. that, that tie back to tax returns, that, that, that revenue ties back to bank statements, especially the larger the business means typically the larger the sales price, which means more due diligence will be done before somebody spends money on that business. Yeah. And plus, if the buyer needs financing, they're going to have to go get an appraisal, just yeah. like just, just like on a house, especially if they want SBA fi financing, have to get an appraisal just like on a house. If you're selling a house and your house do doesn't appraise for what you're selling it for, Unless the buyer can come up with cash, you have to lower your sales price or walk away from that sale and look for another buyer. Mm. Same thing in business. It just takes long, longer to prep. You want to make sure that you're a few years out from that sale date getting ready. I've heard some business owners refer to their business as their baby. And if that's their baby, they've invested so much time and money into it, then yeah, you'd want to take care of that baby from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And that's also important to have the professionals on your side, like Randy Woodruff, certified public accountant, business broker, and of course, real estate agent with TakePoint Wealth Management, judiciary services as well. Uh, years, years of experience, and of course, years of serving the local community along the nature coast. Once again, the phone number to call, 352-616-0511, TakePoint Wealth Management. Check it out online for yourself. So much more than just a portfolio, 352-616-0511. And speaking of which, along those same lines, we just made national news recently because we broadcast from Hernando County, Brooksville. Something to do with the water tower? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were... Or you don't have to comment on it if you don't want to. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. We're famous for all the wrong reasons. Right. I've read and been talking to people. We uh, basically, um, the city of Brooksville was selling some, I, I think, surplus property, mm -hmm. which is probably a good thing to do. I know Hernando County sold off a bunch of real 
real estate that I guess they were given, if you will, from the Deltona Corporation when they were building out Spring Hill. There was um, several areas set aside for parks. It just wasn't cost effective to put the parks in. In these areas, uh, the county has, has sold off a lot of these different sites to uh, business owners or people who want to buy and, and uh, build a home. So and it's good to see Brooksville doing the same thing. But I think the parcel with the water tower and the building next door were all under one legal description. Mm-hmm. And from what I gather, when they needed to split the property in two and, and write a legal description for both properties, I think that the legal description for the water tower was included in the sales contract for the, the building mm-hmm. and the parking lot next to it. And so the whole thing went from, from uh, what I gather. So yeah. uh, and luckily, I forget the name of the uh, the buyer, but he was gracious enough to work with the city to get that solved and I guess cost efficient manner free. Yeah. <laughs> so thank him for that. I understand somebody lost their job because of that. Yeah. Um, that unfortunate mishap, but yeah. The, Lessons learned. I mean, that's why you say due diligence. Those are the things that can happen in uh, real estate. And uh, I just, I did some um, development, some property out in Spring Lake, and I took a, a larger piece of property mm-hmm. and broke it up and made se- several lots out of it. And each lot had to have its own legal. I had the uh, surveyor engineer do that, but I can see where that's a very, I'll call it a complicated process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you definitely want to make sure that whoever's doing it knows what they're doing. And then once you get the new legals, you want to make sure they're, they're set properly and that as you begin to dispose of property that have new legals you make sure you got the right legal i guess that wasn't done so yeah on to financial planning um like i said we're looking to at take point reduce volatility and and lead you into a stress-free retirement some of the things that help reduce stress is having a good plan as we talk about on this show often a failure to plan is a plan to fail one of the things that i've i've looked at in my own portfolio is for is for the need to basically make sure that as I age, I just turned 50, I say just, it's no longer just, been about seven months now, but not, I still have kind of, uh, still doing a lot of um, business development, but I'm definitely assessing the risk that I take more carefully than I have in the past because mm-hmm. I'm 50, I still got, you know, I want to say at least 20 working years left where I can be productive, but same time, I have less and less time to make it up. So the same thing is true for anybody listening is that as we age, we have less and less time to make up. So you want to make sure that as you as you are doing your retirement planning, evaluate your portfolio and, and actually come in and see us and let us evaluate, evaluate your portfolio for you. We find so often that, that people have so much risk in their portfolio, they had no idea they had. Yeah. They had no idea they had. You know, they have a, a, a big basket of mutual funds, and in these mutual funds are stocks that, that carry with them a lot, of, a, a lot of, I don't want to say risk, but they have a lot of volatility, a lot of movement. And so, and as we talked about, we want to make sure that our retirees have a stress-free retirement and that volatility in a portfolio does not make for a stress-free retirement. So um, please come in and see us, you know, bring us your statements. um, Let us go through your portfolio. Let us show you the risk that you have with the returns you have and let us build a portfolio for you that can reduce risk, hopefully increase return and hopefully get you to that stress-free retirement plan that you're looking for. Another thing, too, we find that happens quite often is as people near retirement age, and I, I get this question, whether in retirement or they're been in retirement for 30 years, if you will, people think that they don't have to pay taxes on Social Security or when they get to be, a, I've, I've been asked, yeah, I'm 85 years old. Do I still have, have to pay taxes? Yes, you do. As long as you're making money, the government wants their pound of flesh, if you will. Even if you're just living on Social Security? If you're living on Social Security, no, you oh, don't have okay. to pay, pay ta- um, taxes. But if you have a significant uh, 
portfolio oh, with, with income coming right. off of it and Social Security, there's a good chance that up to 85% of your of your Social Security could be taxed as income at whatever at whatever tax rate you're in. Right. So that's a surprise for most oh, people yeah. that as they reach retirement that they weren't planning on or didn't know about. But um, just keep in mind, folks, that it doesn't matter what age you are, you potentially are always going to be paying tax depending upon your income. Oh, my gosh. That's why they always say two things are sure. Taxes and death, right? Taxes and death. (laughs) We're going to continue on that in just a bit, but we got to take a short break. I hope you stick around with us for one last segment of Take Point on Retirement, a show brought to you by my friends at Take Point Wealth Management. Of course, Randy Woodruff in the studios with us, Eric Arnett. We're doing some training at this time, which is also so important. They do keep up on their training and compliance. It's so important to them and That, of course, is a reflection on you. And your stress-free retirement, that's what we're talking about. Get your portfolio into TakePoint Wealth Management for that stress test. TakePoint Wealth Management, check them out online or give them a call, 352-616-0511. They've got a free analysis that they want to pass on to you. It's called the Blueprint on Retirement. That's the TakePoint Blueprint on Retirement, a $1,500 value, yours if you call them now. 352-616-0511. No obligation, no cost. That's the Take Point Blueprint on Retirement, $1,500 value, yours now as our listeners. 352-616-0511. We'll be back with our last segment, Randy Woodruff and Take Point on Retirement after this. Eric Arnett is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC registered advisor. Take Point Wealth Management, this station, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. By the way, some new products being offered on the market are annuities, and we've talked about those in the past. If you just tuned in for the first time, this is a show called Take Point on Retirement, and we're talking about all the products that are available to you for that stress-free retirement from our friends at Take Point Wealth Management up and down the nature coast of Florida, here to serve you and to take point on your financial future. That's right. Make sure it's a strong financial future. If you turn to Take Point they will take the lead on that. And you got a lot of professionals in your corner with Take Point Wealth Management, more than just Eric Arnett, lead advisor and retirement planner and Randy Woodruff, certified public accountant, offices, uh, main office, of course, in Hernando County and several other offices, as well as Tampa and North around Ocala, Orlando area. You got offices to serve you there. If you want to pop in, give them a call, make an appointment, they'll come to you. 352-616-0511 as we continue with Randy Woodruff in our studios this morning. Thank you, JW. Good to be back. You know, carrying on with our last segment, um, talking about surprises in retirement or, you know, it's ways to, not just surprises, but ways to adjust in retirement or, or things to adjust for. You know, one of the things that as I'm sitting down and doing taxes with clients, um, that uh, I've noticed over the years is the increasing healthcare costs, you know, because as we all have experienced as we age, you know, we, we need glasses. We, we need more dental work done. Mm. Or as we continue, it can continue to age, like I'm getting better. I'll have clients come in from time to time and, and uh, they're, they're, they're grumbling about how much they had to spend in healthcare this year. They had one, one spouse had to have new hearing aids. One spouse had to have a bunch of dental work done. One, one spouse had to have major surgery, ma- maybe. major surgery, yeah. let, you know, 
eye surgery done, cataract surgery or something, yeah. you know, so there's always something going on. So one of the things you want to make sure you're planning for is, is the fact that, you know, your health care costs are going to go up in retirement. You want to make sure you've, you've got adequate cash flow to fund those. And typically, unfortunately, they're typically a surprise, mm-hmm. some of those health care costs. I mean, some of them we can plan for, but some of them pop up at, at the, the worst time. So definitely make sure you got some got some extra extra cash flow to cover those needs. I'm also one of the things we talked about on the show and see quite often is, you know, lack of estate planning. Quite common, actually, you know, how, how, how people's estates are not properly planned out for and how they're going to, you know, when the first spouse passes away, how the assets are going to transition to the surviving spouse or when the second spouse passes, what happens after that. And it, it, it um, happens across all different um I'll say income levels, net worth levels. It's surprising. You've got I got clients that are that are you know their their net worth is is not as great as other people, and they're fully planned out. All their documents, they got them in a safe place. They're ready to go. Other people, wealthy clients, uh, lucky to have a will. In fact, I bring some of our documentation for the show and and Prince, the singer Prince, who died in 2016. It was discovered that he he had no valid will, and his estate is still in litigation. So there's an example of how someone that's rich and famous and has access to the best lawyers, accountants, financial advisors in his estate mm-hmm. was still not properly set up. So, folks, I'm not here again. I'm no way criticizing Prince at all. I'm just saying that's an example of how everybody um, is is potentially not properly structured mm-hmm. and should give everyone some encouragement to not feel bad about coming in and talking to us and going, okay. I know I should be better structured than I am as, as I pass, yeah. but I'm not. So please help me. We're definitely happy to help. We've got you know several attorneys we can work with to help you get your estate properly um, structured. So here again, for your surviving spouse and your heirs, it's stress-free. That's yeah. what we're always striving for here at Take Point is stress-free. Let's talk about some other topics here as it relates to retirement. One of the things that's important is, you know, what is your retirement horizon? You know, how, what age are you currently and when do you expect to actually get into retirement? Is it two years, five years, 10 years, or are, or are you already in retirement and you have to make do with what you have to make it last for the rest of your life? So it's important that, that you take an honest assessment of where you're at. You're 50, you're 55, you're 60. How many more years can you, do you actually want to work? Put down what your current monthly expenses are what your current income is, how much you can actually save, what do you actually have saved for retirement, and what are you actually going to need in retirement? How much of a gap do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, you're the retirement gap. How much of a gap do you actually have to achieve where you need to be so you can have that stress-free retirement? So the sooner you do that, you may not like what you find out. You, know, you may wish you were further along. But the sooner you know, the better here again you can plan. If you don't know, you, you really don't know where you're at. You're just continuing to bury your head in the sand and not face the consequences. Mm-hmm. So. Once you know and you quantify it, then you can put a plan in place to hopefully get you there, get you as close as possible mm. to where you need to be. You know, what is your uh, after-tax rate of return going to need to be in retirement? And that's something we talk about here on the show quite often mm. is, is taxes, taxes while you're working, taxes in retirement. We're constantly talking to our clients about having tax-free buckets of income with Roth IRAs and, and index uh, universal life insurance policies. Um, those are all very important to give us as planners some different strategies we can work with as we, as we work with clients. Okay, we may want to recognize more taxable income one year um, or less one year, depending upon what's going on in your portfolio. You may have some real estate that's not part of your of your financial portfolio in terms of being in the market, but it is part of your overall net worth that 
like right now, we're talking to clients that have investment properties going, hey, you know, if you were thinking about exiting real estate, rental real estate, and, and wanting something that's less, I don't want to say less risky, but requires less work, less mm-hmm. management, and also um, is more liquid, mm-hmm. you know, now is definitely a good time to consider selling investment real estate, transitioning into something more liquid and, and, and more stable. So um, all of those transactions could have a, a tax impact for you. So that's where Eric and I, if we if we have different buckets of income, mm-hmm. we can we can work with those and, and every in, on an annual basis structure the best I'll say income plan to minimize your tax liability. One of the things that hearing a lot right now too, actually the last year and a half with COVID, mm-hmm. as they were passing all these stimulus bills, you, know, you would hear something pass the House but not the Senate, or pass the Senate but not the House, and the president didn't sign it or whatever. They modified it. But all these stimulus bills came also lots of tax changes as well. So even though now we're kind of, especially here in Florida, past the pandemic, we're coming out of the pandemic, we're still hearing talk of stimulus bills, but we're still hearing with these bills a lot of potential tax changes. We've probably talked about on our show continuously that tax rates are, are, are going to have to go up in the long term to fund all the spending. Yeah. And that was before the, the pandemic really started and all this yeah. trillions and trillions of dollars of spending now. And you're hearing a lot of potential tax changes for what they call wealthy people, but that's just the beginning. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to trickle down over time to everybody else as well. So there's talk of no longer folks above a certain income level, no more preferred capital gains tax rates, no longer being able to do tax deferred exchanges over a certain income level, um, the overall tax rates going up. We need to be aware of these things, mm-hmm. but just re- remember that there's a lot of people out there that are pressing for time on on the news channels are just spouting off all kinds of ideas until it actually passes the House, the Senate, and the White House. It's not law. So it can be very confusing listening to the radio and the TV and all the different potential talking points that people have. And sometimes I get calls and somebody says, hey, they just did this and did that. I have to go. Sometimes I'm like, well, did I miss something? You know, because I get a call from somebody that I think is is in the know that's uh, that uh, pays attention and reads a lot. And sure enough, I find out that, you know, it, well, the House passed it. Yeah. But that the the Senate didn't. So just be careful. Don't don't react to what you hear in the fake news or the news at all. Just you know, it, it um, a lot a lot of these politicians are pushing for airtime. Some of them have other political aspirations. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so they're looking to get in front of as many people as they can, and mm. and, and the news is the way to do that. So so just uh, make sure that you don't um, react to to news that really isn't real. So. One of the fallacies I want to talk about as we close out the show, we're going to take a couple of questions too if we have time, is um, that Social Security is all you're going to need to live on in retirement. I can't tell you how, how false that really is. Mm. I mean, if you want to live a comfortable retirement, you need a lot more than just Social Security. I mean, if you made a lot of money during your lifetime, you know, your Social Security payments could be high on a monthly basis, but regardless, whether it's expensive and everything is getting nowadays, inflation, you know, inflation is, is rising faster than the inflation adjustment for Social Security. So, and also here again, they tax your, they could potentially tax your Social Security too if you have other income. So don't plan on Social Security as your only source of retirement because if you do, you're, you're not, you're not going to live a stress-free retirement. And we write our own retirement, don't we? The government tells us we can retire at 67 to collect Social Security. Mm-hmm. But if we are set up and, and ready to retire at 55, then we can do that. We definitely can. Yeah, you can't draw Social Security right, until right. until 62 or, or your full retirement age is 67. But you can definitely pull from other funds yeah. and, and begin enjoying those golden years, as they call them, you know, sooner than most if you yeah. planned properly. So That's why it's so important to be uh, prepared and planned. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Let's uh, get to a couple questions. Okay. And um, see what we got we have here. Okay, our first question is for Phil in the Wikiwachi area. Phil says, my spouse and I are 70 and 67 years old and retired. We have a fixed and variable annuity. Is this a good investment for monthly income? I mean, I've, as Eric and I have, have spoken on many occasions um, about annuities, we are a big fan of annuities mm-hmm. and how they can be a good income replacement. You know, people have traditionally been investing in stocks and bonds, and with the bond market, you know, not being very favorable at the present time, we've been transitioning our clients out of bonds and have been for a while into into annuities. And we just we had a client the other day that. Um, we talked to, been in business his whole life and, and worked for himself, and so didn't have a pension per se, but acquired quite a, 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 accumulated quite a bit of wealth. Mm. And so one of the things he wanted to have as a, as a uh, for comfort level is, is to have a fixed amount of income in retirement. And so we structured him an annuity so he could have that, I'll say, pension in, in, in retirement. He had other funds as well that we're investing, but we set him up. One of the things we set him up in is he's going to have that fixed amount for life uh, for the rest of his life. And uh, potentially there'll be some money there left for his spouse as well, depending upon how, how, depending on how long he lives. Right. So, so yes, we, we, Eric and I are, are big fans of, of annuities and, and they have a great place in most people's retirement portfolio. Okay. And that's tied in with a life insurance policy. Or uh, that's different. Or- that's different. Okay, yeah. Right. So, um, you know, life insurance policies are, are a great, another way to accumulate wealth and also to have tax-free income in retirement, but it's a different kind of product okay. and uh, serves a different purpose. Well, it's good to have both. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Now you do offer a book called Annuity 360 that's free to our listeners too. And you could pick that up by contacting TakePoint Wealth Management, 352-616-0511. Check them out online at takepointwealthmanagement.com or just TakePoint Wealth Management, right there in the old search engine. It'll take you to their website, and you can request that free book there, Annuity 360, yours for the asking. I highly recommend people read that book. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy read, uh-huh. and it's it's um, it really takes the, I'll say, the mystery out of annuities. Uh-huh. And it really, uh, we like to, before we even talk to clients about annuities, we like to have them read that book just so they have an education, so they come in educated and prepared, and it really, really is, is uh, beneficial. Um, next question, we have Vince in Brooksville. I'll be 64 years old this year and thinking of taking Social Security benefits at full retirement age and putting the money in a money market account for four years and continue to work until age 70. I will put $1,000 in, in monthly and use the rest as safety net now. At age 70, I'll, return and have, I'll retire and have Social Security, the money market, and my 403B. Should I wait until I turn 70 to start collecting Social Security? Well, that's a great question. Mm. One of the things that people need to assess and and be honest with themselves in taking Social Security before for retirement age or before 70 is how long are you going to live? Now, nobody knows the exact yeah. day and time we're going to pass away, but I think we all can can be honest with ourselves and know our health history. You know, have you taken very, very good care of your body your entire mm-hmm. life? If you had a you've had a rough lifestyle, chances are, you know, things are going to break down more in in retirement as you age and you may not live as long also um, genetics plays a big factor in how long we live mm. so i think it's good to be honest with yourself in your younger years did you take good care of your body or did you not and then look at your ne- genetic um, history and then make that decision you know based upon that but if you think that you 
are not going to live as long as you would like to, or there's an aptitude in your family to with some, some health history, then you may want to draw that Social Security out sooner rather than later. You want to be careful if, if you're, uh, and Vince is going to wait until he's full retirement age to start drawing so there won't be a penalty for taking out Social Security before full retirement age. Trying to time death is like trying to time the market. Right. <laughs> but but there are some some things you can look look at. So I, I talk to my clients and tell them, hey, if, if you think that you're going to you know, not live as long as you want to, then go and start drawing Social Security as early as you can. Save the money up because depending upon also too how much money, if you're married or not married, uh, how much money in Social Security your spouse is going to get, it may be beneficial to get something from Social Security. If you pass away early, at least you got something out of it and as opposed to getting nothing. And, and the money that you take out and save can pass on to your heirs. So it's a, it's a, it's, that's a tough question. It all depends on facts and circumstances and, and it's not just dollars and cents, it's health and other factors as well that go into that, into that decision. Well, thank you, Randy Woodruff. Once again, Take Point team member to Take Point Wealth Management show called Take Point on Retirement. And one last question I have before we go, just yes or no, can you outlive your social security benefits? No. Okay. There you go. Thank you very much. And if you have a question, you need to contact Take Point Wealth Management, INFO at takepointonretirement.com, the name of this show and the name of the business, of course, Take Point Wealth Management. That's Eric Arnett, Lead Advisor, Retirement Planner, and Randy Woodruff, our guest today. As always, Eric, of course, on training, and he'll be back next week. We'll be back next week as well, folks. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you then. 